Come on, God's still in the miracle working business, in the soul saving business. It's never changed, it's never stopped. Oh, somebody magnify, it feels good in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, somebody, let's lift up our voice and let's magnify it for just a few moments. Hallelujah, I'm excited to preach in this atmosphere. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, amen. I'm excited to be in the house of the Lord. I'm loving the fact that we get to be back together worshiping God as one body of believers. And uh, it's, it's just an awesome and exciting deal. Amen. Thankful for what we felt on Sunday. And uh, I'm grateful to be back here feeling it again tonight. Amen. After this service, uh, Brother Anthony, soon to be, is going to be baptized in Jesus' name. Praise God. Now, you may not have known it, but during this whole deal, we've been baptizing people on off days and different things like that. Um, and uh, I, don't, I can't quite remember. We posted everything, but all I know is we have been baptizing people, and uh, the churches continue to march forward in Jesus' name. Somebody said, praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles, we're going to be turning open to the book of Daniel chapter 10 and verse number 10. Praise God. Now, for those of you that are just joining us today or even on Sunday, uh, we've been we've been worshiping God uh, here. Uh, I've been I've been dancing in each one of your seats and <laughs> praising God in your place. And so I'm grateful to have people that can come and praise God for themselves. Amen. I was waiting for the rocks to cry out, but nothing happened. So I had to step in the place of the rocks in Jesus' name. Daniel chapter 10 and verse number 10. The Bible says, And behold, an hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hands. And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand upright. For unto thee am I now sent. Unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling, then he said unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remain there with the kings of Persia. And there's a lot of interesting things that we may or may not get into today. Um, but I'm going to be I'm going to be preaching on this subject tonight, and uh, I, I might be continuing on in this theme for the next few Wednesday nights, preaching, preaching, whatever you want to call it. Uh, delayed doesn't mean denied. Delayed does not mean denied. Would you set down your Bibles and let's lift up our hands and let's pray all across this house. Hallelujah. Come on. If you have needs in your life, if you have had prayers that you have prayed, I want you to pray them again right now. I want your faith to rise in this house. Hallelujah. Let your hope rise in this house. 
God, we're going to see everything that you have promised to us, God. We give you praise and glory and honor in Jesus' wonderful name. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands on the Lord and let's give him praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. God bless you. You can be seated for just a few moments. Delayed doesn't mean denied. The book of Daniel is considered one of the minor prophets. And this minor prophet has be, become synonymous with many things. One of the things that he has uh, probably not so much something he would have wanted, uh, but he has become a beloved book of all of the end-time prophecy people. And uh, if you don't know an end-time prophecy nut, you're probably an end-time prophecy nut yourself. Um, but even though the Bible says no man knows the day or the hour, hallelujah. But uh, regardless, there's people that take that. I do think that as biblical scholars, I think everybody that is a Christian should at least to some degree or another try their best to be a biblical scholar. Uh, and uh, I think it's important that we do look through the Bible and find these verses that Daniel would talk about. And they do correlate, and we can see them uh, being represented again. We see it in Ezekiel. We see it in the book of Revelations. And uh, there's a lot more that we could talk about. Maybe one day we'll, I've, I've, I've warned him, maybe we'll have Elder Worley get up and talk about it uh, in one of these days because he's got a lot of information that would be good for us. Um, but at the same time, uh, this, this Daniel, there's a lot that would like to focus in just on one part of, of his life. They want to focus in on his, uh, his end time type prophetic ministry. Uh, but there's a lot more that goes into Daniel than just the head of gold and, and the statue that begins to degrade and get worse and worse and worse, uh, which is a symbol of, our, of the kingdoms of this world that they don't get better, they only get worse. And eventually there comes a tiny rock that breaks the feet of iron and clay. And we know that rock, his name is Jesus. Amen. He would tell Peter that upon this rock... I will build my church. And that little rock that broke the feet of all the kingdoms of the world, that, that, that little rock became a great mountain. It grew and it expanded because we are part of the expanding kingdom. It might start off small in your life. You might just show up and, and, and this might be a starting place for you. But if you can let the kingdom of God uh, hit you as a stone or be like a little leaven in a loaf or be like a mustard seed, if you can get it planted in your life, eventually it will expand, it will grow, and it will overtake everything in your life. And somebody said, Amen. The kingdom of God is powerful. The word of God is powerful. Uh, but Daniel goes beyond even those prophecies that we like to focus in on. Uh, the book of Daniel goes beyond uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, where there was three men thrown in a fire, but when they got there, uh, there was a fourth man that showed up in a fire. For all those that believe that there's more than one God, I want you to know that it was like as unto the Son of Man, and, uh, and he was there, and, and we believe that that was a theophany of God showing up in the midst of the fire. Amen. And God is good. There is one God that shows up in every circumstance. But one thing that I take from the book of Daniel, and as we've been studying for the last several weeks, and I feel for the next few weeks to preach along these lines because uh, I've done a lot of teaching, 
And now that I can see your wonderful smiling faces, uh, we'll only be here till 11:30 tonight. And uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, but but I do think that one of the things that Daniel shows forth is the fact that Daniel is a praying man. We like to talk about people that are gifted, people that have talents, people that can sing, people that can preach, people that can do all sorts of other things. But before you ever get to a dreamer, a preacher, a singer, before you ever find yourself a place, amen, you've got to become a praying individual. Hallelujah. Before you get prophecies. I know when I first got saved, there was some folks that, that thought they had the word and the vision of prophecy. We call those folks parking lot prophets. They could tell you everything about what the Lord wanted to do for you, but they couldn't even live right themselves. I want to tell you, that ain't a prophet. Amen. When it came time for church prayer, they didn't want to pray. That's not a prophet. When it came time to living right, they didn't live right. That's not a prophet. That's a false prophet. That's a wolf in sheep's clothing, and you got to watch out. But the Bible would say of this man, Daniel, that he was a praying man. There even came a day where they tried to stop him from praying. But you better believe you can't stop a praying man from praying. Hallelujah. You can't stop a praying woman from praying. You can't stop a praying church from praying. We're going to pray, amen, through it all. We're going to pray in the lion's den. We're going we're gonna to keep on worshiping God. Somebody said hallelujah. This Daniel prayed, and that prayer was made, amen, that prayer that he made, the Bible says he prayed morning, noon, and night. This Daniel was fanatic about prayer. This Daniel had realized and got a revelation that when I pray, things happen. When I pray, things change. When he prayed, he got the visions and dreams. Amen. Some people think that their gifts are just innate and they're there. But I want you to know that the Bible says that we should covet earnestly the most precious gifts. And the only way you can covet uh, and to go after those things is it starts, amen, they are gifts of the Spirit. We're going to do a whole study on the gifts of the Spirit eventually. But those gifts that you should covet after, which is an Old Testament negative word that we find in the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not covet, Paul says you should go to the extent that you do something that would be unlawful and you start coveting spiritual gifts. But all of those spiritual gifts are tied up in prayer. Amen. The only way that you can covet spiritual gifts, the only way that you can get gifts is that when we find ourselves deeply immersed in prayer, to the depth of our prayers, we will find ourselves deeply gifted. Hallelujah. Somebody worship the Lord in Jesus' name. There's a lot of folks think they can get gifted without prayer, but gifts don't come without prayer. If you find somebody that's gifted, you better believe it. One day they were tied up in a closet, amen, praying before God. You better believe that there were times where it got tough and life was hard, but instead of quitting like everybody else, amen, they made it up in their mind, I'm going to pray. And it doesn't matter if it's morning, I'm going to pray. It doesn't matter if it's noontime and I should be at work, I'm going to pray. And I'm going to pray on my lunch break. Or whether it's late in the midnight, hour and I don't know what's happening everything's dark around me I'm gonna find a place of prayer that's where gifting comes from that's where anointing comes from that's where revival comes from somebody worship the Lord in Jesus wonderful name amen we can't have those dissected from a prayer life every gifting came 
into Daniel's life because of his prayer life. Daniel was a dedicated individual. And the Bible would say in the context of our scripture that Daniel is praying and repenting for his people. Daniel is not just mumbling a couple words and we've talked about different patterns and and whatever you can do to pray and to try to get deeper in prayer i got asked a question i got i taught a i taught a a lesson to a a group of young people down in bakersfield and i got asked a question uh, how can i go deeper in prayer and i had a simple response for them you just pray more the only way you get good at something is by practice. And, and, and practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent. It makes something a habit. It makes something part of your life. Amen. It makes something a rhythm. It makes something, hallelujah, it, it gets attached to you in Jesus' name. And so this Daniel, he wasn't just going through motions, but Daniel started getting down. And we can see his passion as we read through the scriptures. Uh, he starts praying, oh God, would you forgive me? Oh Oh God, would you forgive my people? Would you forgive your people? We have not sought you like we should. And Daniel starts going through it. He says, Lord, we should have done this. We should have done that. Uh, we, we've forgotten you, forsaken you, and got all sorts of other gods. And, and I understand why we're in exile. And he starts praying and repenting on behalf of his people. He starts talking about the exile. And he starts saying, oh Lord, uh, we are in exile and it's nobody else's fault but our own. Uh, we we chose other gods, and those other gods didn't deliver us when we needed it. We, we, we chose to seek other things. We sought first everything else but the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And it led us far and farther away from where we should be. And he started repenting, and he started making sure he was right. And I think it's important that every time we go to pray, this is why every part of prayer, whether it's Jesus or the tabernacle, every part of prayer has a place for repentance I think before we start going into all of our needs and all of our wants I think it's right that we say God if there be any evil wicked thing in me I need you to remove it I need you to cast it out I need you to forgive it in Jesus name oh let's lift up our hands and let's do that right now Come on, let's do that all across this building in the name of Jesus. Lord, if there be any wicked way in me, I pray that you would wash it. I pray that you would cover it in the blood. Come on, somebody pray in the name of Jesus. You want to get prayers answered, it starts right there. God, if there be anything, if I can correct something, if I can fix something, God, would you help me? Amen. He starts by making things right in his heart. And uh, he, he then starts making his request. His desire is for multiple things, but I want to point out two of them. His desire is ultimately that God would deliver the children of Israel, that he would take them out of exile, that he would bring them back home, and that he would free them. But also his prayer is about understanding. This man that had been gifted and had got many visions and dreams all the way even up until this point, He got them, but that didn't mean he understood them. And he needed God's help because they were troubling him. They were causing him distress and and pain, if you will. And he needed God to help him understand all of the visions. He needed God's help in interpreting things. See, when you pray, God will gift you. God will give you certain things. But sometimes you got to pray again for God to help you understand how to use what God has given you. 
Hallelujah. Sometimes it takes another prayer meeting to say, God, now you've gifted me. Now you've blessed me. But, Lord, I need, I need direction in my life. Come on, somebody. I need direction in my life to know just how I should execute what you bless me with. I need to know how to execute what you have gifted me with. And when we start praying prayers like that, you better believe that God doesn't gift you without also being willing to give you the understanding of all those gifts. He's troubled. And I want you to know how troubled Daniel is. This is when we know whether or not our requests, our, our, our asking, if you will, is important. I want you to know if it's not important to you, it won't be important to God. If it's not something that, that gets gets under your skin, I don't, I don't think that it's something that will get, if you will, under God's skin. But we see that Daniel is going beyond just normal. Daniel is getting serious about getting God's attention. He's tired of just, of just praying and getting these visions, and he keeps getting them. But he's saying, God, I want you to deliver us, but Lord, I also need you to help me understand understand these uh, and this is how serious Daniel gets uh, the Bible says he put away all pleasant things uh, he put away different foods uh, he put away wines he put away other comforts uh, he put on sackcloth and ashes and, and that's something that would rub you raw amen it would get under your flesh and it would start to scrape uh, and it was uncomfortable and Daniel went if you will on his second Daniel's fast uh, amen in other words Daniel had a habit of getting serious when you get to that place where you have prayed and you have prayed and it becomes a perpetual thing, morning, noon, and night, it becomes part of your lifestyle. Daniel didn't just want to have a, a prayer life that was habitual, amen, but he wanted to have a prayer life that was serious and habitual. It wasn't just something he did. It was something he was concerned about. It wasn't just something he went through the motions of. It was something he was really passionate about, amen. It was something, I want you to know, it's it's one thing to get a habit. It's another thing to keep your passion about your habit. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I can tell you through my life, I've picked up a lot of different things uh, that I got interested in. Uh, in fact, one of the things I got interested in, uh, I, just as a side note, I, I got interested in learning how to rebind Bibles. And so I, I got to the place where I rebound about three of them, and, and this is one of them. I rebound my, my Bible that I use every single day. And, uh, and as soon as I got that done, I got bored of it, and I stopped doing it. And I, obviously, as you, if you look at my Bible, it's not perfect, and it definitely wouldn't sell for very much money. Uh, it's one thing where I got, I got a hobby, and I got a habit where I was doing that every day, but eventually got bored of it, and I was not serious about it. But this wasn't how Daniel was. Daniel had a habit of praying. Daniel had a habit of seeking God. Daniel had a habit, but that habit was something where he never lost his passion for his habit. He never lost his passion for seeking God. He never lost his passion to get a hold. Amen. Amen. There's times where we've got to prove our seriousness with the kingdom of God. We've got to prove our seriousness, not just, amen, to the spirit realm out there, but there are times where we've got to prove our seriousness to ourselves. Amen. How badly do you want your answer? How desperately do you want your prayer requests heard from God? How is it just something you just do and it's going through the motions? Or is it something that is burning on the inside of us? Amen. God's going to find out. You and I are going to find out. And you better believe 
believe the devil's going to find out when you get serious about the things of God. You better believe the spirit realm is going to get enacted. Oh, somebody clap your hands and give him praise. Praise God. He's spending time repenting during this time where he's got 21 days. He's prayed this prayer. He is praying this prayer. I want you to notice he's not just doing it one time and forgetting about it. Because when you are in the midst of a delayed answer, it's something you don't just talk about one time, throw it to the side and forget. No, all 21 days Daniel is seeking God and he's being serious about it. He's pushing everything pleasant away. And the Bible says he keeps on spending time repenting and going through all this. In other words, for 21 days. Amen. In the midst of being delayed and not getting an answer. He doesn't stop praying, but the other thing, he doesn't stop. The Bible says he's repenting. He's keeping his spirit right. It's important that in the middle of delay when you don't know what's happening, that you keep this thing called your heart. You got to keep it pure. You got to keep it right. You got to keep it cleansed. And somebody said hallelujah. 21 days in the midst of delay because I, I want to just help somebody here today. I know that during this last season it feels like a lot of things have been uh, delayed. A lot of things have been in the interim. A lot of things have found themselves in the hyphen and there seems to be no, there seems to be no, there's no dis distance, there's more distance than there is connection and things just don't seem to be happening like they should and there's a lot of delay but in the middle of that delay there's got to be something that keeps our spirit right. There's got to be something that keeps our heart right. There's got to be something that keeps our, our, our mind right. This thing called prayer can do it. Amen. He, got, he starts going through as he's praying through these prayers. He's remembering how God delivered Israel before from Egypt. I want you to notice that while he is praying for 21 days, not stopping, he's not lost his passion. I'm giving some folks some keys here tonight. He's got his consistency. He's got his passion. Amen. He's got his spirit right for 21 days of no answer. 21 days of delay. 21 days where it seems like nothing's happening. And now he's decided that he's going to make sure he remembers what God has done. There's too many people that too often we, we, we forget about what God has done and all we can think about in the middle of delay is what God has not done. But in part of keeping our spirit right, we don't just repent, but we remind ourselves of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That's what David was doing when all they spake of stoning David. All those that had lost everything said, "Let's uh, we've lost everything uh, of no fault of anybody's, but let's kill the leader. Amen. And at that point, uh, the Bible says David encouraged himself uh, in the Lord. You know what he was doing? He was reminding himself uh, of all the times that God has come through. You can't forget about all the times God has come through in the middle of delay because sometimes when you feel like everything is, it's a couple days behind, weeks behind, months behind, years behind, it should have showed up already and it hasn't, you got to look back and say the Lord has been good. I wish somebody would praise him here tonight on a Wednesday night. Magnify him. God's been good to me. 
you got to remind yourself about the day that you conquered a lion and a bear and it wasn't by your own might or your own power. It was by the hand of the Lord. you got to remind yourself of the valley of Elah where there was a giant by the name of Goliath that stood in opposition, but it was just a sling and a stone and the name of the Lord. And that giant came crumbling and down. you got to remind yourself of every spear that Saul ever threw, but by the grace and the help of God, that spear didn't hit its target. I want to help somebody. You got to remind yourself God's been good. He's done some things before and I still got faith that God can do it again. Oh, somebody magnify him. Somebody give him praise. We got to remind ourselves of what God has done. The devil wants to get in your ears and say, well, this hasn't happened, and that hasn't happened, and it's not coming, and it's never going to show up. But in the middle of your delay, you got to remind yourself and shake yourself and say, God's going to make a way. You got to go back like David and grab Goliath's sword. You got to grab a past victory and remind yourself. God's going to make a way again. But he's praying. He's saying, God, I remember how you delivered. I remember. He wasn't there. But he could lean back on somebody else's testimony. He could lean back on his ancestors' testimony. And if he didn't have anybody else, he had the word of God. And he started saying, Lord, I know that you were well able then with a mighty hand. And I believe today that you are still able. Amen. Too often when we get to this place, we start jumping into asking God for new things. But but it's just like anybody. Amen. If you're a parent or you're a spouse, amen, don't ask me for something new if you haven't been grateful for what I've given you. I know I was that way as a kid. Can I have that can I have that can I have that amen but there had to come a moment where I said thank you for the things that had been given can I help somebody if we want God to answer future things we got to go back and say thank you if we want future blessings and future answers we got to be willing to let go of entitlement and let go of ungratefulness and say Lord thank you My Bible says that we should be thankful in all things, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. My Bible says in the last days they'll be unthankful, unholy. Can I help you? If you want to fight the spirit of the Antichrist, start being thankful to God. Start being thankful. Well, I'm not where I want to be, but hey, they used to say it this way. I'm not where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I know you delayed, but say thank you. I know it hadn't happened yet, but say thank you. I know things aren't working out, but do you still got to thank you? Praise God. Somebody lift him up right now. In the name of Jesus, somebody magnify him. Oh, somebody shout and give him praise. Can you think of one thing? Can you think of two things? Can you think of ten things? If you can't think of anything God's done for you, think about what God's done for the person next to you. God has been good. God has been good. And God is good. Oh, somebody worship him and give him praise. Daniel was delayed. He did not get an answer for 21 days but his prayer life was consistent consistency matters Daniel didn't get an answer for 21 days 
but he was still committed and passionate all 21 days. Daniel didn't get an answer for 21 days, and yet he kept his spirit right before the Lord for 21 days of delay. Daniel didn't get an answer from the Lord for 21 days but he kept a spirit of thankfulness and gratefulness amen the entire time of 21 days and said thank you Lord for all that you have done this 21 days they might be 21 years to you or I they might be 21 months I don't know how long it's been in your life that you feel like it hasn't happened yet Amen. I got some things in my life I've been praying for since the moment I got saved. And I'd like to come here today and tell you everything's happened and everything's happened when I thought it should. But the truth is I'm still in the middle of a delay and I have to do everything I just preach when I'm praying about it. I got to come on. I'm still praying that God would save my family. Hasn't happened yet. But during the last few weeks, they might even be tuned in right now. They are tuned in. And I want to preach right now to my mother, to my family. You got to repent of your sins. You got to be baptized in Jesus' name. You got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. It's a prayer that might be delayed, but that doesn't mean the answer's been denied. It might not have happened yet, but that doesn't mean that. Come on, somebody shout. That doesn't mean that it hasn't happened yet. It's not going to happen. God's still going to make a way. God's still able. Oh, come on, somebody shout and give him praise. Come on. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think, we give him praise. He is well able. He is well able. Oh, somebody magnify him. I want to preach for just a few moments uh, for those that are living a life uh, where you feel like it's delayed or maybe it's this season you feel like you've been delayed. Uh, amen. The Bible says that when the angel of the Lord showed up, uh, amen, he laid his hand on Daniel and the first words out of his mouth uh, were, Daniel, you are beloved. Oh, I come to help somebody. Well, God hadn't come through because he don't love me. He must love everybody else more than he loves me. Things haven't happened the way I want them to, so I get, oh, I'm going to preach to somebody. You think that God loves everybody more than he loves you because he blessed them or he came through on that? No, 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 no. The angel wanted to set everything right. You've been delayed, but that doesn't mean you're not loved. Things haven't happened the way you want them to or when you wanted them to, but that has nothing to do with the love of God. Oh, somebody magnify it. You know why people quit? People backslide because they get it up in their mind that somehow God must not love me because he hasn't come through yet. But that is not in the word of God. Amen. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You can translate that however you want. That while he hadn't answered yet, Christ still loves you. When things haven't gone the way you want them to, he still, oh, somebody magnify him. Let's lift up our hands and let's love him. I'm, I'm just about done preaching, but I came to minister to somebody. You, you might be delayed, but that doesn't mean that it changes the love of God. It might not have happened yet, but God still loves you. You are beloved. That is who you are. Oh, somebody love him. Come on, somebody love him. 
Part of the reason people get messed up right here in the middle of delay is they lose their identity. They think their identity is based on whether or not God is answered. No, 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 no. If your identity is solely based on God's ability to answer, amen, I want you to know he's got every bit of ability. But if it's dependent on whether or not he has responded, there's going to be times in your life where there is no answer, where God doesn't seem to be speaking, and you're going to question your identity. And the angel Lord said, Son, you kept your spirit right. You kept your passion. You kept your consistency. You got it all right. But I just want to remind you before we get to the answer, before I give you what you've been praying for, don't forget your identity. You are loved of God. You are favored of God. Hallelujah. You are blessed of the Lord. Let's stand all across the building. Lift up our hands. Come on, let's magnify him. I'm preaching right where some folks are living. Delayed, he must not love me. Delayed, he must not care. I come to rebuke that. That doesn't mean nothing. It's not happened yet, but that doesn't have anything to do with the love of God. The love of God says you are a beloved man, Daniel. You are a beloved individual. You are a beloved saint of God. You are delayed, Daniel. Don't get delayed. Intertwined and mixed up in your feelings and your emotions about your identity. Identity is not a feeling or emotion, it's a fact. Oh, hallelujah. People make bad decisions when they start getting their feelings and their facts mixed up. Amen. Hallelujah. This is what's going wrong with our world. I feel like I'm a girl, and so it messes with the fact that they are not a girl. You can't get your feelings and your facts mixed up. You just got to remind yourself, I'm loved of God. I'm favored of God. I know it's dark. It might be morning and nothing's happened yet, but I'm praying. I'm keeping my passion. It might be noon and I'm starving myself for another meal and I'm not eating lunch and I'm pushing away the plate. I might be delayed, but just so you know, I'm still loved of God. I'm still favored of God. It might be dark and I can't see the way I'm going and I don't, oh, come I don't know what direction God's going to show us, but I'm still up. His answer was coming. Understanding that he prayed for was coming. And the angel Lord says, Daniel, I heard you the first time. You ever had that with your parents? Mom, 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 mom. What? I heard you the first time. It's exactly what was happening. Daniel, I heard you the first time. But there were some things in my way. Because sometimes our answers are on the way. But we've got to understand that there's spiritual obstacles to spiritual answers. Delay does not mean you've been denied. Delay is delay. Your answer might have been delayed, but that does not mean that God has said no. God is man enough to tell you no, if I could put it in a term like that. That answer had come 
on day 21. Day 21. Three weeks. Daniel, you've been praying. And the angel of the Lord shows up on day 21 and says, I heard you on day one. The Lord heard your prayer and your request on day one. But here it is, day 21. I come to help somebody tonight. Don't give up on day 20. Don't give up on day three, day five, day seven, week two, week two and a half, week two and three quarters. That answer was coming, and it showed up on day 21, but it wasn't because God just heard him on day 21. It was the fact that God said, I heard you on day one, but there were some obstacles. I don't have time today to preach about them, but there was a prince of Persia. There was a king of Persia by the name of Darius, but in the midst of Persia, there was a spiritual opposition that no man could see. It was a prince of the power of the air. There was spiritual opposition. He said, the prince of Persia hindered me. I got good news for you. If you're in the delay, you got the attention of heaven and hell. If you're in the delay, you got the attention of heaven and hell. And you better believe uh, that if you're praying uh, and God has put you in a delay, uh, it's because the enemy is fighting it. Uh, but that doesn't mean you're going to give up. That doesn't mean you stop on day 19, day 20, day 17, day 14, day 12. No, 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 no. You keep all of these things. I'm preaching about prayer. Amen. Prayer is a spiritual thing. And I want to help somebody. The battle for prayer, the battle for an answer is also spiritual. Daniel, your answer was coming. But you had to hold on till day 21. Your prayer, your spiritual prayer. I heard that. But in this delay, there was a battle you didn't know about. There was a battle for your answer. There was a battle for what you've been delayed. But you better believe this. The prayer is spiritual. The battle for the answer is spiritual. But receiving the answer when it shows up is also spiritual. Don't lose hope just because it didn't show up when you thought it should. Don't lose hope right now when it didn't show up the way you thought that it should. My Bible says in the New Testament there was a man by the name of Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth many, many, many years ago when they were younger, when they could have children, they prayed unto the Lord. He was a priest of the Lord. He prayed and said, God, we want kids. There is no scriptural reference, amen, that when he was in his old age and he was offering incense, that he was praying that prayer again. But my Bible says one of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible. Zechariah, thy prayer has been answered. What do you mean my prayer has been answered? It's been 21 
years. What do you mean my prayer's been answered? What prayer? I want to help somebody. Don't forget the prayers you've been praying. Write them down if you have to. Remind yourself every day. It hasn't happened yet. I'm delayed. But that doesn't mean I've been denied. You've got to remind yourself of all those things. My answer is coming. It might not show up when I want it to. It might not show up how I want it to. I might have been delayed. But I have not been denied by God. It's still possible. I want us to pray right now. I'm done done preaching. I want us to pray right now in the name of Jesus. Come on. Right where you are. Delay doesn't mean anything. It's just a delay. Don't lose hope now. Don't lose faith now. Don't forget about what you've been praying for. Come on, church, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Let's pray. I want to... I want to open up this altar if you're comfortable. I want you to come and pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you, if you're comfortable, I want you to come find your own place up here. And I want you to pray. You might be in the midst of a, of a delay. It might have been a 10-year, 20-year, 30-year. It might have been a three-week, six months. I don't know how long. But don't quit now. Don't quit now. Don't give up now. Don't lose hope. Don't lose faith. I come to preach in the name of Jesus. It doesn't mean nothing. You just got to hold. Hold on to hope. Come on, that's in the name of Jesus. It's been a while. If you, if you said some folks have prayed some certain prayers, Zechariah, that prayer has been heard. I want you to pray right where you are. Why don't you find us a place at your seat? Find a place in this altar wherever you feel comfortable. And I want you to make it an altar. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, in this season, you might feel delayed, but you're not denied. But you're not denied by God. Come on, Daniel. Lift it up. You are beloved. You are beloved. God heard you. God's fighting your battles, and it might be unseen, but he's fighting for your answer.
right where you are. Lift up your hands. Somebody pray in the name of Jesus. Come on, I'm praying in my delay. I'm passionate in my delay. I'm consistent in my delay. I'm thankful in my delay. I'm beloved in my delay. In the name of Jesus. 